Hello and welcome to Lime Ninja Radio. I'm your host, McKay Rippey. With me in the studio is our producer, Aurora. Hello. And this week's guest is Katrina Starzinskaya, who is an author. Uh, she's a Limey. She has survived Lyme disease. She also has a background as a yoga instructor, a nutrition expert, and an acupuncturist. So, Aurora, tell us a little bit about Katrina. All righty. Katrina is a best-selling author, founder of Health Mastery Retreat, a public speaker, and a serial entrepreneur. Katrina is also a yoga and fitness instructor, tennis player, and a model. After being undiagnosed, misdiagnosed, and finally diagnosed with Lyme disease, Katrina realized that Western medicine had failed her and that medical doctors had no clue how to treat Lyme and other degenerative diseases. She rejected the tag of incurable that was put on her and healed herself with radical lifestyle changes and holistic treatments. Katrina helps people to reverse chronic illnesses by offering guidance with drug-free treatments at her Health Mastery Retreat. Katrina is an author of several books, including Katrina's Recovery, Healing Journal, and Raw Real Revealed. Thank you, Aurora. And here's our interview with Katrina Starsinskaya. So when did you come to the U.S.? Um, I came here in 98. And what brought you? You know, travel, exploring things. I wasn't still in high school, so I was um, kind of seeing, <laughs> traveling and seeing what's out there. And uh, I went to for one year to, um, to high school in Columbus, Ohio, and then I went back uh, home, and then I came one more time. Um, to travel a little bit and see other parts of the U.S. and then I back home again. And then I came uh, to study. I went to college and, you know, then I kind of got sucked in. <laughs> <laughs> Where did you go to college? I went to business school in New York and then I went to um, Oriental Medicine School um, also in New York and then I transferred to San Diego. Very cool. And how long have you been out on the West Coast? On the West Coast, uh, almost four years now. Wow. So then my next question, well, you have a very interesting background because you're a yoga instructor, you're a model, uh -huh. you're a tennis player. You've done everything, it seems. Thank you. Yes, I was trying everything, um, kind of all kinds of uh, healthy modalities. And uh, I was always, always interested in health and wellness. So I have started, um, um, like with fitness and, um, being healthy when I was in my teen years. And, um, I never wanted to kind of, you know, have a job and work in the office. So, uh, in my early twenties, um, I decided that uh, I want to do something that, uh, I love doing doing most of all, and uh, I wanted that to be my main source of income. So that was actually fitness and yoga because I love to exercise and practice yoga. So that's why I became a, an instructor <laughs> uh, to kind of you know um, follow my passion. And 
after that, I started also learning nutrition and became a holistic nutritionist because it's all, all to connect together. And then I have evolved and decided to study oriental medicine, acupuncture and herbs also because I was fascinated by um, Chinese medicine and, you know, all their healing techniques. So this is kind of, you know, it was uh, evolution of my healthy, healthy uh, passion, I would say. Yes. Very interesting. And then mm -hmm. where did you get Lyme disease? Or sure, how? I yes, uh, that's a great question because <laughs> unfortunately <laughs> I don't have an answer. I don't really know. So uh, what happened? I was um, I was feeling not so great actually. So like you know, before I got really sick, I was um, maybe for even six months I was feeling tired. But um, I would never thought that something was really wrong because. Uh, I was really under a lot of stress in New York City, so I was going to medical school at that time and uh, running my business and all the stress and pollution uh, in New York. So I was just feeling like worn out, and um, I could never thought that um, I could have a disease, you know. I, I thought I was just, you know, stressing out and tired. And then one day I woke up, completely sick, um, partially paralyzed and pain, brain fog, fatigue. And uh, that day was, uh, for me, you know, official that I became sick. But uh, most likely I was already um, sick much, much earlier, like six months before that. And um, immediately I ended up in the emergency room and... Uh, Actually, doctors didn't even test me for Lyme, and they, told, they, they didn't even mention it. Um, they sent me home basically saying that I had an idiopathic condition, and uh, there is no known cause and no cure. And uh, um, later, you know, I went to acupuncturists and uh, chiropractors, and they told me, have you been tested for Lyme disease? Because that, that's most likely Lyme disease. And then I asked a few doctors in New York to test me, and they told me they refused. They told me, no, uh, you don't need to get tested because there is no Lyme disease in New York, so just, uh, you know, don't waste your time. And I was getting uh, sicker and sicker, and then... In about three months, I was uh, um, so sick, I was taken by ambulance into emergency room because the uh, left part of my body became totally numb. And actually, like, I was thinking I was having a stroke or a heart attack. And uh, in the emergency room, they did, like, all kinds of tests possible. And um, under, uh, like, maybe it took them 24 hours to run all kinds of tests. And then... They were again about to release me home without any known cause to my symptoms when uh, not even a doctor, a uh, resident told me that I could have uh, Lyme disease. And um, uh, that, when, that day when I got home and Googled and I realized that I really had Lyme disease because all the symptoms I saw, you know, um, Lyme, I had all of them. <laughs> all of them, like so over e 60 symptoms. Yeah, so even though the resident thought it could be Lyme disease, they did not test you in the ER there. Um, 
Well, they they got a, they took a blood test, but it's conventional blood test, right. which was actually false negative. Yeah. And um, it was false negative, so basically they even didn't offer me any antibiotics. But then um, the resident told me, uh, go see a neurologist immediately, and neuro- neurologists would be able to diagnose you properly because Lyme disease is diagnosed based on symptoms. Uh, blood tests are most likely false. So I went to see a neurologist right away, like next day, and in five minutes he told me, um, I-, I know that you are not crazy, you have Lyme disease, because <laughs> other doctors I have... Uh, uh, I have visited so many doctors and they told me I was fabricating stuff, that I was crazy, you know. So he was the first one. He said, uh, you have Lyme disease and just go uh, and fill out your prescription and start antibiotics right away because it can get very serious and, you know, chronic. So that, that basically, um, that day again, um, I was uh, sure that it was Lyme disease, even though my blood test was false negative. And um, then I finally got an appointment with LLMD in New York City with Dr. Axlan. And um, he Who, ran which, which doctor? I'm sorry, which doctor? Dr. Axlan. Uh, Dr. Axlan, he is, um, he was featured in Under Our Skin movie. Yes. Yep. Uh, he's, yeah, he's like pretty famous, uh, uh, LLMD. So, uh, he, he ran that in blood and I had, um, um, I, I did have positive bands for Lyme disease, but, uh, um, he told me, like, you know, even, um, conventional doctors, they, they would tell me that, um, that they are, it's not a reason again to be diagnosed because I didn't have enough positive bands. But uh, Dr. Axlin confirmed that it's hundred percent Lyme disease and you have to get treatment right away. Uh, so um, uh, he also confirmed that I need to get antibiotics and other stuff. And actually, they gave me at least like you know maybe over fifty supplements, wow. all natural, herbal, and uh, nutraceuticals. So I was taking all of that stuff, and I was um, uh, taking antibiotics for about two months. I, my first dosage was doxycycline for two months, right. and I didn't I didn't get any better. I was actually feeling worse and worse yeah. and worse. Sometimes and it makes things worse. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. So, but um, I knew because I was so you know in health and wellness, I knew that antibiotics. Um, are really bad for your body. So two months is already can like antibiotics can make a lot of damage. And then because it didn't help me, uh, doctors wanted me to go for another five to six months on different types of antibiotics and IVs. Right. So I refused because I knew that um, it's so bad. Like if you take antibiotics for over six months. It will ruin completely your digestion system. It can even cause cancer. So I, I, you know, I refused to do any more drugs and uh, I decided I'm going to heal myself and this natural treatment. And that's, that's why I started researching about what other people did and not just Lyme. I decided I will research all kinds of illnesses that are, um, known as incurable in Western world, like AIDS or terminal cancer or MS. So 
So I found people that healed themselves from those diseases in spite of, you know, they were told that they would die in four weeks or something like that. And I modeled exactly what they did, and that way I was able to recover. So what what exactly did they do, and what did you do? Okay, sure. Um, uh, Extremely, extremely healthy diet and lifestyle. So uh, it's not like, you know, people think that if they don't drink or smoke uh, they or if they don't drink coffee, they are healthy. Um, it has to be completely plant-based, basically vegan, uh, almost raw diet, all organic, nothing, you know, because conventional produce has all these pesticides and chemicals. And when people have uh, Lyme disease or other illnesses, uh, their immune system is so weak, it can't really process any more chemicals because Lyme bugs produce so many neurotoxins and liver is not able to process all of it. That's why we get brain fog and fatigue from all those neurotoxins. And if you eat garbage and add more toxins to your body, it's just you're killing yourself. So very strict uh, diet and uh, lots of herbs to detox your body and lots of herbs to uh, boost immune system and kill bacteria and viruses, as well as um, you have to move your body because uh, even if you feel sick and tired and always in pain, it doesn't mean you have to stay in bed. Uh, you know, you need if you can't uh, exercise, just go for a walk, do some yoga, stretching. Also, um, I believe, yeah. Um, well, I, I did. I did a lot. Um, I, you no know, matter how tired I was and in pain, I would always make myself um, vigorously exercise a few times a week, like you know, uh, running and lifting weights. And then I went to take hot yoga three to four times a week to sweat it out and stretch my body. And it was painful. I was in pain and I was tired. And I know that, you know, other people in my condition would be in bed and crying. But I was uh, pushing myself because I knew that uh, it's my body and it's my health and nobody is interested in my recovery as myself. Doctors, they don't really care, you know. Uh, they they will prescribe you medicine or even if it's natural treatment. But nobody wants you to recover as bad as you, you know. So you have to take full responsibility and do all the work. And it's a lot, it's hard work. It's like full-time job to recover and make it so healthy. Also, what I found that uh, one of the uh, best modalities that has been used for treatment of all incurable diseases and that really helped me uh, was hyperthermia, which is uh, extremely hot sauna. And I I knew, like, right away, as soon as I go into extremely hot sauna, and, like, uh, gym sauna doesn't count because they're not hot enough, and uh, you can stay there for half an hour or, like, one hour, and you don't really sweat. So I would go and find Finnish, Turkish, or Russian, or Korean sauna, and it was extremely hot. So you can't really be there more than, like, for five minutes at a time. But uh, when temperature is so high, it creates artificial fever in your body. And that's why our body creates fever when we get sick. So it kills all the foreign invaders, uh, viruses, and parasites, and bacteria. So the same way, the same happens when you go into sauna. You create artificial fever, and your body kills 
all kinds of viruses while you are in the sun, and plus you spread out all the toxins, so it's double the benefit. And I know it helps me a lot. Um, as did well you as proper- did you have a Herxheimer reaction when you were oh, yes. that? Okay. Yes. Well, actually, not in the sauna. Actually, when I went to the sauna, in the one minute or even less, under under a minute, minute, um, my brain fog would subside and pains go away because um, um, inflammation would stop immediately as soon as you raise your body temperature. So I didn't have Herxheimer's. Uh, because of sauna, actually, I was feeling much better, and I would spread out all the toxins, so it was helping me with Herxheimer's. But I was I was going through Herxheimer's, you know, from different herbs I was taking, and um, flare-ups I had. So I had experienced that, yes. <laughs> so when what inspired you to write your books on on your journey through Lyme disease? Uh, sure. Um, I actually, I was never interested in writing books and I thought that I can't really write because English is obviously not my first language. And when I was, uh, yeah, when I was extremely sick, I I, uh, thought to myself, you know what, I I think I'm going to die, but if if I am able to heal myself, I have to uh, package my story and help other people with my story because there is no magic and no secret. I've done exactly what uh, what other people did, as I said, with AIDS and with terminal cancer, and all of them uh, regained their health back, and they're healthy and happy, and uh, Western medical doctors call them um, miracle, you know, but there is no miracle, it's just hard work, a healthy lifestyle, and, you know, every day you take small steps on your way to recovery, so... I was doing that and I promised to myself if I recover, I have to uh, write down my protocol and action steps to help other people. And it actually took me, you know, like three years to completely recover. So first year was really bad. Second year was better. And then I was recovered and then I I forgot. And actually, I didn't want to deal anymore and even think about Lyme disease. And I didn't want to write a book. And when I had the people contacting me through internet, they would find me. And I was trying to help me, but uh, but actually now I'm staying away from uh, from most of those people because I found that people are playing victims and they blame others. They blame their they blame their doctors. They blame insurance company doesn't pay for drugs. They play everybody else and they never take responsibility for their action and for what's going on with their bodies. So I changed my mind and I didn't really want to help others. And then I was invited to Lyme disease uh, conference a few years back in San Diego. And when I went there, I was really in shock because I forgot how painful it was to be sick. And I saw these Lyme patients um crying and in pain and popping pills. Some people, you know, have earplugs because of sound sensitivity. Some people wearing sunglasses because of light sensitivity. And I was feeling so um, so sad for them and I wanted to help them. Mm-hmm. And then during break, um, everybody went to grab a lunch. And again, I was uh, I was in shock again because all of those sick people they they rushed to Starbucks and I was they were getting all this you know grandy coffee, frappuccino, donuts, 
maybe just a few people got, uh, you know, tea and apple or banana. So all those people were so unhealthy. They were eating unhealthy. They were drinking lots of coffee and sugar. And of course, that's why they were so sick. So that really motivated me and inspired to finally package all my knowledge and what I knew from my own recovery into a book and um, that day I came back home and I made an outline and uh, I decided I will do a 300-page book in details about my own recovery and I gave myself 90 days, so three pages a day uh, <laughs> to finish book. Good. And that's how I did it in uh, in three months. That's fabulous. Thank you. So if, if people want to buy one, which, where should they start? Should they start with the healing journal or should they start with the recovery from mysterious disease? Well, actually, or should they buy both? Recovery, <laughs> uh, both could help, but uh, Katrina's recovery from mysterious disease is a main book that uh, has step-by-step all action plan, uh, how I recovered, uh, all the doctors I have seen, their names, so if people want to even, you know, go and see the same doctor. So I have listed uh, everything, all herbs I've, I've taken and treatments I've done. And Healing Journal is, is a journal, so it, it contains a lot of affirmations and prayers and kind of there is space to fill out every single day how you feel. And I found that really valuable because my first year when I was extremely sick, I was really <clears throat> getting better slowly and slowly, but I have not um, valued that slow progress. Yes. Every time I would go through a flare-up, I would get so depressed because I thought that I was still sick. It's been over a year. I'm still sick, sick, and I never get, uh, I will never get well. So I've decided to start a journal and kind of mark uh, how I feel every day on a scale from 1 to 10. And then in a few months, when I was extremely sick, I noticed that even though extremely sick, it was 8 compared to 10, you know, 3 months ago. And then in the next few months, I was still sick, but it was already 6 compared to being, uh, you know, pain being at level of 10 6 months ago. So I, I felt like German was helping me emotionally, and it was motivating me to get well faster. And um, that, that way I have decided to create journal as well. And, of course, uh, mindset was really, really important. So when, you, when people feel extremely sick and they're losing hope, they need to uh, read something inspiring or um, listen to somebody's inspiring story or read affirmations. So um, I was basically reading all kinds of affirmations when I was sick, and I had all them all over my bed. One of them was um, after I was a statement by a doctor that says, um, "I believe that body is able to heal itself from any incurable disease, and Lyme disease is not an exception. You just have to give your body a proper stimulus, and really nothing is incurable." So get empowered, get well. And I had that affirmation uh, in my bedroom. And it really helped me through when I was going through hard time because I would remind myself that body is such a miraculous machine. And yes. even doctors don't know how our body works. So if you just assist in healing, you stop taking uh, all kinds of junk and toxins and drugs. And you 
you uh, heal it, you help you help your body heal. Uh, it's possible that you will recover. So all these um, affirmations really helped me a lot, and that's why I decided to create a journal with the same affirmations and uh, space to uh, space to write down your symptoms and how you feel, so you kind of keep yourself accountable. Yes. Do you feel like you have completely healed, or do you still feel like there's some work to be done? Oh, no, I have no work to be done. I've been completely healed for, uh, I would say, two years now, and I even forgot what it's, uh, what it's like to be sick, and I don't even get cold or flus or um, allergies, like nothing. I'm so healthy, healthier than I before I got Lyme disease, because before I got Lyme disease, I was not so health conscious, so every year, you know, like in, in the winter, I would get flu, uh, and I would think, well, it's normal, everybody gets sick in the winter, but now I know that it's not normal, and when even they get cold or flu, it's from toxins accumulation and from unhealthy lifestyle, so now I'm, I'm just really health conscious, and I live healthy lifestyle, not just with my food and exercise, but also with my thought process, I'm more positive. I appreciate uh, more things in life. And I never get sick anymore. I run every day. Um, I need uh, less hours. I require less hours to sleep than I used to. Um, I'm always happy. So uh, I don't think I have any Lyme disease left. I'm sure I don't have anything left. That's fantastic. I also believe Thank that, you. yeah, I also believe you can cure yourself from Lyme disease. I, uh, I, yes. I, I do think there are people who, who do have relapses from time to time, but it's just part of their process to get the last little biofilm colonies and some of those cysts out. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. Uh, something might come up in 12 months or even 24 months, but it's like last part and it will be gone as long as a person continues to live holistically healthy lifestyle because so many people when they recover <clears throat> they get back and uh, to their old lifestyle and they just you know eat unhealthy and they <clears throat> they drink alcohol and which is very important and people don't pay attention to their thought processes so many people are negative they watch they watch negative news or um they surround themselves with kind of unhappy people, and it all uh, it all um, makes makes a difference with how you feel internally. So, I I just hope that everybody will find um, more positive people around them, surround themselves with like-minded people, and anything is possible. Our body is uh, so powerful; it can heal itself from any disease. So you just have to believe in it because mindset is everything. If your mind uh, believes that you are recovering, your body will follow. That's beautifully said. And one last question for you. What what project are you working on now or what's the biggest project you're working on now? Of course, um, I have a few projects. I would say my biggest one is uh, I am... I have created a new kind of uh, yoga mats because I used to be a yoga instructor and an acupuncturist as we just, uh, as I, as I said at the beginning. So this kind of yoga mat is an acupressure yoga mat. It combines yoga and acupressure. And, um, 
I'm launching this uh, product soon, and my main goal is to get on Shark Tank and get an investment from Mark Cuban. That's my goal. <laughs> I love it. I'm Thank an acupuncturist you. also, so I'm very interested in uh-huh. this. Now, oh, so, wonderful. Do, yeah. Do you have a website for your yoga mat or not yet? Yes. Uh, actually, it's acupressureyogamat.com. Okay. That's and uh, yeah. Yeah, it's easy. I'll put a link up for that. Okay. Um, unfortunately, I don't know Mark, so I can't help you with that. No problem. I know. I'm sure I will uh, meet him really soon. (laughs) (laughs) Terrific. Well, it's been delightful speaking with you, Katrina. Uh, Your story is informational and inspirational. Thank you. uh, Thank you. I'll I'll definitely set up links for your different books and uh, some of the doctors that you mentioned and some of the things you mentioned so people can can help themselves. And I love your message about surrounding yourself with positive people. Oh, yes, absolutely. That's uh, that's crucial. Terrific. Thanks so much for your time. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, all the best for you. Thanks. You too. Mm -hmm. Bye-bye. Katrina is one tough lady. She really is. She has an incredible reservoir of willpower, doesn't she? Yeah, she does. I'm, I know I don't think I could, uh, go out and work out two hours a day in the midst of a debilitating disease like that. Yeah, I wonder if that's her training from, uh, her early stages being a tennis player at a very high level that she learned that type of discipline. Yeah. And it's funny, in Chinese medicine, the willpower is housed in the water element and is called zhi. Please forgive my Chinese pronunciation there, but something like that. And uh, so willpower in Chinese medicine is is a spirit. It's the spirit of the water element, but it's it's also almost viewed as a substance. So it's something that you can nourish. It's something you can grow. It's something you can develop. And she absolutely, absolutely has a, developed a very strong willpower. Uh, yeah, definitely. I don't know. She is an inspiration to us all. Yes. You should follow her example. You you actually, in all seriousness, you really should. As much as possible. I do have one concern now that you bring that up, uh, and that's her vegan diet. And uh, without a doubt, it helped her heal and I think can be part of an intervention. Long term, I have my concerns, though. It's very, very difficult to get sufficient nutrition and enough vitamins and minerals on a vegan diet and on a raw vegan diet. So just if you're going to go that path, make sure you don't go it alone. Make sure you know what you're doing. And, and please be as informed as possible, yes, right? <laughs> yes. We, you, you need you, you need protein, and it's hard to get enough protein from plants, and you need the B vitamins, and you can't get B12 from any other source than from animal source. So you have to make sure you supplement from somewhere. And then you have all the omega-3 uh, fatty acids, which are tough to get hold of uh, except for animal sources. So that's the one little caveat that I have. Okay, but anyway, it definitely worked for her. There's something to be said to get all the junk out of your system and to go eat fresh fruits and vegetables. There's nothing wrong with that. Quite the opposite. Yeah, exactly. So, please, now that we're at the end of our podcast, send us feedback at 
Lime Ninja Radio. Feedback at LimeNinjaRadio.com. That's right. It's feedback at LimeNinjaRadio.com. You can listen to these on our website at www.LimeNinjaRadio.com. Or you can go to iTunes. And Stitcher now. And Stitcher. And look us up and you'll be able to subscribe there. That way you won't miss an episode. And please, if you can, on iTunes, leave us a review. We'd love to hear from you. And I think that's all we have, right? I think so, too. Oh, like us on Facebook. Oh, yeah. (laughs) We want you to like us. Please like us. Please like us. (laughs) All right, everybody. Thanks. Have a great week. Wait, I forgot. We have one thing left to do, and that is the Lime Ninja fact of the day. Okay. Aurora, take it away. Okay. Did you know that ninjas don't pot plants? They just glare at the plants and they soil themselves. Lime Ninja Radio is a purely public broadcast and is not intended to be personalized medical advice for any individual's specific situation. Each individual's medical situation is unique, and Lime Ninja Radio should not be relied upon and or considered as personalized medical advice. Lime Ninja Radio is not licensed to render medical advice and should be considered simply the public opinion of Lime Ninja Radio and its guests. Recommendations on specific treatment options are not intended to address any listener's particular medical situation. As always, contact your physician before considering any new treatment.